0: by Health Plans, your Medicare plans insurance solutions and resource agency. We have a variety of plans and products that fit your needs, benefit requirements, and budget. With many low or no cost premium plans, zero co-pays, and much more, our licensed benefits advisors' priority is your health and well-being. Call us today and book your no obligation consultation. One nine two nine three six seven fifty two sixty-nine folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Sales World channel with your host Hurricane Age. Uh, and on our Health Radio as well. Uh, new day, new show, new topic. And today is a topic uh, that that we can all use. Uh, I think as as humans, we can we, we need to develop ourselves at all times. And whether it's on a person level or business professional level, uh, any day that goes by, anything that we can do to improve ourselves is just a great day and something else to get us to the next level. And with me today, a specialist, someone who does this for a living, helps people get better uh, in their personal life, behavior, professionally. And he's a coach and a personal development coach. And um, he has a very unique story. And I can tell you, just reading about his story, and I haven't even heard the story, I'm going to hear it together today. Um, I don't know if many people would have <laughs> actually can, can have left, lived <laughs> to state <laughs> his, his kind of concept. It is a very unique uh, story. And, uh, you know, I, I live you know, this to to him to tell us about uh, the details. He's also an author. He has a book that's out. So we're going to talk about all that. So there's a lot of good stuff today. So uh, you're with us for a a sweet ride. And with me today, I have Ryan Lindner. And, uh, you know, without any further ado, Ryan, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. Uh, First things first, as I said, you have a unique story. And I really, I want to know (laughs) what happened. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it is, it's sort of a miracle, I would say, but, but you tell us, tell the audiences what happened.
1: Yeah. So, um, I've been in wellness my entire career. So, uh, you know, about 20 years or so. And, uh, um, I grew up as an, as an introvert, um, still, still very much am of course, but also grew up with a lot of anxiety. So I, kind of gravitated towards wellness um, never planned on being a coach, didn't know as a career option at the time, just sort of fell into it. But um, I, I love, so, you know, coaching wellness, I was a collegiate athlete, uh, track and field, um, uh, always ate well, uh, you know, nutrition and, and, and really, um, like a lot of other uh, people I know who are coaches and in, in the, those, the helping professions, um, it's, you know I, I was driven to it looking for answers for myself. Um, you know I had j- just this crazy anxiety um and fairly low self esteem I think in high school had a you know a little bit of an eating disorder for a while, which um for a while for for years but i, I think that's a little bit more uncommon for males as well so uh, and 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 back then it just wasn't viewed you know the resources weren't available um as they are today. So in other words, you know, people would look at my extreme, um, anxiety and, and OCD and the eating thing. And they would kind of, um, Oh, Ryan's just quirky or he's, you know, just, uh, you know, they, they didn't think, you know, they saw as easy to label it as, oh, I was a neat freak, but, um, I, I was really suffering a, a pretty good bit. Um, big people pleaser wanted to just, that's how I got my value and my, my self-worth. That's where it's came from. So began to kind of seek out personal development and, and ways to kind of o- overcome all these things I thought, you know, were wrong with me. I mean, I couldn't speak in public, like, you know, a lot of people have a fear of speaking public, but mm-hmm. it, it would be soul crushing for me. I mean, I'd be sweating through my shirt. It'd be like drenched. Like I took a shower and, um, and, and, so i got into wellness and i found out one thing i was good at besides just being really interested in it for myself was i enjoyed ask you know talking about it helping other people asking them questions and i and i could always relate to a lot of those people who were going through those same struggles you know i've done a lot of work with introverts with people with anxiety and um I, i could always relate to that um in fact when i think about all the clients over the years um you know i've done thousands and thousands of sessions you know, I, I was usually the most introverted one or, or you know, the one that, that, but uh, I could always relate. So um, health was always a, a priority for me. I, I wanted to, to, you know, nutrition and and always, um, you know, good amount of sleep for a long time. I even logged my sleep and, you know, I, I didn't know that was a profession. So it was kind of years of struggle leading up to it, but I would say I got what I would call the closest thing to a dream job. I can think of, I I got a contract and it was for coaching. And, um, I was there for about, you know, I I was at the company for maybe a, a month and I dropped dead, totally random one day, just walking along and boom. Um, so, you know, needless to say, being in wellness for, for my whole life, um, it, it was random, no family history, anything like that. Um, uh, totally random. Um, I looked to the, the lady next to me and I just said, you know, I, I knew about five or six seconds before I went down from, I, you know, cardiac arrest, I knew I was going to go down. So I, I knew it was going to happen. Um I could feel my vision sort of closing in like a like a tunnel just mm. sort of taking over. And I just all I could muster was I'm I'm gonna go down now. And of course you wake up and it's like a movie. I, I woke up in uh uh ER, you know, uh just like um, um like like the show ER. People are yelling, they're running around, they're doing stuff. That, the doctor's yelling at the nurse, he's yelling, What did you do to this man? And um, and of course, later they were questioning me about, you know. Do I take steroids or anything? And, and no, no. I mean, um, uh, you know, the only thing I ever uh, took was, um, you know, maybe some, uh, uh whey protein and fish oil <laughs> or you know, just, you know, um, i well, health and wellness was always again, you know, such, so important to me and I would have never guessed it. So I, I was, uh, I was 30 at the time and, uh, because it was my dream job and I had just arrived uh, no paid time off. My insurance hadn't kicked in, you know, cause usually you wait 90 days. Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I didn't, you know, when I woke up, I, I didn't quite, you know, first of all, the doctor's yelling at the nurse and he was, you know, what do you do? what do you do? They thought maybe they did because none of them knew what was going on. And I kind of whispered, she didn't do anything to me. You know, she, and, um, and then the, the next day I had an, another one, you know, they broke out the paddles and they did, did they did all that. So I had a, another cardiac arrest, was, which was actually the next day. Um, although I was already in the hospital in the ICU. So that's the good place to be. Um, but it, it t- needless to say, it transformed my life. So, you know, two cardiac arrests. Um that's not the best part of the story, I guess, or the most surprising part. Um, the surprising part is, is later. But I, I thought I was dead because they, they didn't know what was going on. Um, nothing structurally wrong with the heart. No. Um, they still don't know. They still don't know today. This is I'm in my low forties now. So, you know, it's uh, well over a decade. They, they still don't know um, what they've done is they, they treat the symptoms. So, you know, I've got a pacemaker now. And it's like my safety net, mm-hmm. but I had an identity that was this, I am a coach. I am a fitness person. I am a nutritious. And suddenly I found myself, well, I, there's some things I can never do again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've got wires all, you know, I've got wires screwed in my heart and um, I've got a Bluetooth device that, that downloads the information and sends it to the doctor every day. But um, it, it's, I've seen world-renowned specialists all, all over the place, all over. And it's, it's always, it's a big mystery. So the closest, after years of research, I can, the closest I can come to is um, I've got electrical problems like the brain communicating, you know, that's the closest I have been able to get. But here's here's the interesting part is, I'm basically dizzy 24 hours a day. And I've been to, again, world-renowned specialists. Um, There was a one-year waiting list to to see this person at a heart hospital. So I'm dizzy 24 seven to varying degree. And what's interesting about that is how it transformed my coaching sessions. So most coaches, counselors, psychologists, you know, and I've had psychologists as clients. Mm. Most of us not treat, but work with clients more from an academic perspective or from the perspective of I'm provider and and you are, are a client. Mm -hmm. but it it totally transformed them in that, you know, one thing I specialize in is help people with their boundaries. Um, I help them manage their energy and I have to do that. If I don't manage my own energy and I'll explain what I mean by that. If I don't manage my own energy, I get sick, very sick. So I've got to get a certain number of sleep. Um, I have to be careful uh, and pace myself when I do car rides, long trips. You know, I get real sick and fatigued easy. Um, My work day, I have to prioritize self-care. And with most of my clients and most people out there, most people are sort of on that to-do list and and they're just sort of stuck on it. And so, again, you know, I specialize in... um, And helping people see their blind spots, really the habits that they can't see. And some of that is the self-care and the boundaries and how to get kind of unstuck from from where they are. And it's usually stuff they can't see. Um, You know, I remember the first time I had a psychologist as a client, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, wow, I thought they're supposed to have it all figured out. They're psychologists, right? um, But I realized that we're all just people. And we can't. No matter how smart you are, you can be brilliant, but you can't see yourself. You can't see yourself. So that's where I come in, and I work with people to kind of undo some of those things that they don't realize that they're doing. Um, but you know, my my sessions. I was back at work five days later. I, you know, again, no paid time off. I had I had a financial need. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were uh, were virtual appointments, so they couldn't see that I had wires all connected to me, and I'm on this heart monitor. And I'm, I remember I was talking to one lady, and I'm, I was just worried about not keeling over. Um, you know, I was kind of in and out of consciousness, <laughs> and I'm still trying to do the session here, and and she's going on and on about some problems and things, and it it just totally transformed the dynamic of obsessions because unfortunately in in this world some some it doesn't have to but oftentimes it takes a trauma to wake somebody up Um, it takes now now why is that because people are just going on and on they're not aware of their own habits right you know because we can't see ourselves so people generally when a trauma occurs they're forced to stop And, you know, you get in a car accident, you you maybe lose a loved one or something. And then suddenly you reflect for a little while and you say, whoa, that was close. You know, no one's worried about mowing the grass in their ICU. You know, no no one's worried about that. They're just worried about, whoa, I'm in the ICU. That was close. And um, for me, you know, I was saying my goodbyes and, you know, since no one knew it was wrong, it was just kind of like, wow, one day I'm fine. Matter of fact, the day before I worked out, felt great, did great squats, just feeling good and boom, that was the end. And no one ever thinks this is all the time they'll ever get. They 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 never think that, you know? So I just talked a lot.
0: <laughs> I trust my I do the same. <laughs> I'm listening to you
1: right now because-
0: I have to say I mean I didn't want to cut you off I mean I have so many questions or at least interjections here but it, it is amazing I when I when I I wasn't joking earlier when I said you know the story is is very unique and uh, I think cl- clinically speaking uh, the odds of someone surviving a, a heart attack you know uh, is a 50/50 shot and you know you're not Technically most doctors will tell you if you get a second one, it's over. You got two of them in two days. And and that is literally, I mean, God bless you, man. And uh, you know, we I'm glad that you actually are, are here and doing the work you do and a decade later and and hopefully much better than than back in the in, in, in that time. And again, you were at your your top i mean that 30 is is the best year you can have in life i mean 30 is i mean i remember 30 like yesterday i mean it's two decades ago but that that long and and that was like where you feel your best i mean you're just about mature you're just kind of like you know the the beginning of your top career piece you know and you're like really you know everything the world is yours you know and and you just your dreams are higher and bigger and all this and then boom it shuts down and you just Hit And I want to go back a little bit to, 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 the hit, to your youth, but, but before I get there, I just want to just touch about what you just said now while this said fresh. You know, you, we go about this life every day. Everyone listening and walking right now, watching uh, whatever you are, driving and, and, and potentially listening to a podcast, you know, you're doing something, you go and you're running to a place, uh, you have an appointment, you have a meeting, you have something, a date, whatever it is, <laughs> you're going to the gym, you know. This is the story of humans every day. There are people that are waking up, feeling the greatest. They don't happen to make it to the end of the day. None of us have, have, you know, have that guarantee. And we take it for granted every day. We don't realize that can happen. And, you know, it never, we always have that thing that happens to the others. It never happened to us, but it can happen to anyone, us or our family members. And it's tough. And to your point, when that happens or something that, 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 Big happens, or that's major, or that that that's tragic. It it really turns you to a whole different person. I mean, it's an experience. Like, you know, it's almost like you know, you are reborn, right? It's like, whoa, I my my like Who cares about the loan? Who cares about bills? You know, when you're at that point, you don't care about anything else. It doesn't matter. All you care about, all you worry about, is that you want to be back. You want to be healthy, and you know something about health. Earlier, you mentioned health. Health is everything for us. I mean, I don't care if you have billions. Again. The bills are good. I'm not saying nothing against money. But if your health, if you shut down, there's nothing. Maybe they pump you more. Maybe, I don't know, they put you to the best you know, ICU unit. But at the end of the day, if you're not back, you're not back. You can't enjoy that money. Your health is never going to be the same. I mean, you, you said it yourself. You're wired to stuff. You have to be monitoring every day. That is a difficult life. It's, it's, you're, you're, you're looking good. I mean, I got to give you kudos, man. I mean, you've adjusted, you you adapted to it. And and looking at you right now, talking to you, I wouldn't even guess that. Right. But you know this and and you've lived with it. You've adjusted to it. And many people, I mean, they have had people who had traumatic, you know, uh, experiences, accidents and things. People have lost their limbs. People have lost, you know, uh, many, there's so many cases out there. Right. And I've had a friend actually, uh, you know, just sat down, uh, fell asleep and never came back, you know, so nice. young guy. So, so just to, to give you like, no one has these guarantees, but yet we go crazy and I, the work you do is important. And, and I think once we get from this, this point to, to the discussion about the business, uh, the, the personal development, uh, and you mentioned something, the habits, the blind, you know, that, that the, all these little angles that we don't see, and you're right, we are not always aware, not all of us, but. Most of us are not aware. We're not reflecting. You said it, word, keyword, reflect. You ponder a little bit, like, what the hell's going on? You have to take a pose and stop and just kind of evaluate, reevaluate your life. And we need to do that more often. I mean, I'm, I'm all about positivity personally, and every day I refresh. In the morning, I'm, I'm going, like, everybody, like, I'm human. I got, I have work, I have businesses, I have this, I have that. Family, there's bills, there's this, there's that. I mean, you taxes, you name it. It's all available. It's all happening. And you have to deal with these nonsense every day, and it's just how you cope with it sometimes can make a difference. Uh, in your case, I mean, it, the medical condition that you didn't, even, you weren't even aware of. That's the that's the hardest part. I mean, even doctors to date, you said it, they're not even clear about what happened. I mean, they got closer to to the idea maybe there's a communication or like a, uh, an electrical, you know, uh, transmission system from brain to to I guess the heart and or to to other parts of the body. But but even that is potentially just as close to the reality of things, but no one is at, at least clear on that end based on your uh, comment or based on your uh, information that you give us today. But, but, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you are a great example for anyone watching and listening that don't take life, you know, for granted, live your life, make sure you make the right improvements in your life. Make sure you actually get the, the, the things that are irrelevant out of your life. Uh, you know, live in a way that, that, that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to stay healthy as much. And, and here's the, the fact that you clearly had a very well uh, lifestyle. I mean, you lived a good wellness, you know, f- you know, format and you had good nutrition. You did your workout and stuff. You were not really a crazy dude and doing things that destroy your body. But yet, who knew, right? And, and again, the odds, like you said, you were there, you collapsed and, you know, you realize, oh, heart attack. And you're in the ICU, and luckily you were there. I mean, to your point, I mean, thank God for that. Um, you were there. It's a lot easier if you're in there compared to if you were somewhere else. Maybe they can't get to you. Maybe whatever happens, it's difficult, right? So, so those are like you know extreme events. This is like you know, the, if we we evaluate your case in this world, you probably are one. You know, the the top one percent of all tough cases that ever you know happen or I've heard of personally. I mean, even in the movies, you can. not potentially fathom this <laughs> you know it's it's not something that you you hear about I mean you sometimes they say that you know had someone that they had to revive a couple of times but no one that I've heard of in in the history that had actually day after day you know two separate heart attacks that were completely legit and you were out uh, where the heart stops that is tough and and but that's that's an example but but that there's worse I mean obviously some people go and they just never come back right they just go. Uh, it, it, is, it is amazing uh, that we live life constantly in a struggle, constantly looking to just achieve and do things. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but we imbalance things. We don't have a good lifestyle balance and that's your work. You took it upon yourself. You had that before, but, but it kind of stopped. I know it's difficult because to your point, that's another part. Maybe we can have a whole show about that. You know, just the day where you started the career and you are get excited, no insurance and boom, you're in the ER. And I'm sure that's a whole different, you know, stress that you had to deal with just to try to get, to figure out the bills and all that. I mean, the, the, you know, ICU is expensive. Hospital stay is expensive. Not even sure. And cardio problems are more expensive. So <laughs> surgeons are <laughs> cost a lot. So, so everything that you went through is, is very expensive. I mean, uh, it's, it's, we're talking hundreds of thousand dollars in terms of cost. Uh, I am an insurer, trust me I know. <laughs> I can tell you those are difficult, you know, procedures. Uh, the the other part is I wanted to go quickly back to the, the youth. You know, you you said it you said you were not you were, you were very introvert. you know, you did not really kind of social like like most maybe like other people would. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, people are different and i think that's the beauty of humans that we are different and we can work with our differences you know i I, i'm a lonely child i mean i was i had no brothers or sisters so i kind of grew up by myself pretty much i can literally isolate and socialize at the same time it's irrelevant to me i can be by myself for hours for days and when i'm in crowds i love it right so everybody's different you know people have grown with families like i have, my best friend has like 12 you know brothers you know you know uh, Oh, actually no he has like seven brothers and sisters whatever you know it's a big family and they have so many cousins when i go to their events forget it i mean it's like 40 people you know just just in a small party it's a lot of kids running it is tough i'm like i don't know how to do it dude i can't i grew up on myself it's a little tough for me but it's adjusting right but, but you said some stuff about, you know, how the youth sometimes don't realize these things and you had to go through tough time because people don't sometimes agree with different. Sometimes when you're different, people look at you like you're an airhead, like something off with you, like you're an alien. It's, you're not like everybody else. And, you know, I just want to, to send this message to people watching, listening parents or just just your people and younger folks. Uh, listen life's going to go through and, you know, it doesn't pay it. You be nice, you know, uh, do the right thing for people. Don't, don't, you know, be bully and all that stuff. It's, it's not going to work for you for the longest. Trust me, it's temporary and you're going to excitement. And then at the end of the day, you're going to hurt somebody and, you know, and a lot of people actually get hurt through these, these, you know, uh, crazy behaviors and so please out there folks you know do the right thing educate folks you know more about being nice to people be kind kindness is a great thing and uh you know you don't know what it does to people maybe the fact that you were going through that stuff when you were younger did impact your your person you know and therefore you became a lot more and collapsed on yourself and maybe that's something that you always took that energy back and sometimes that's a problem you talked about energy Energy is big, right? If you don't know how to maneuver that and, and and expose it and work with it correctly, that can be a problem. I mean, if you just, it's like, if you keep it all in, you're just going to explode one then you don't know what that does to you, right? And maybe that is what happened here. We I'm not sure, but but the fact is some people don't realize the damage they do to others, Uh, And even if it's psychologically speaking, even if it's implied stuff, it gets absorbed to our subconscious and it stays there and it becomes, you know, I'm a failure. I'm not good. I'm not, you know, to the point, you know, and it affects us. Folks, don't do that, please. You know, if you have, you know, if you have kids, make sure that your kids don't do that because you don't want that to be done to your kids. And again, folks, whether you're, you know, uh, in a business, whatever, treat people correctly, nicely. It doesn't it pays. Trust me. It's better to be nice than not nice. And at the end of the day, you're not going to get anything by not being nice. So again, just a fair advice. You don't have to take it from me. I, I apply those rules myself in life and I try to be as nice as possible to everybody. And I don't have any grudges against anyone. Uh, I don't stress out about you know things. Uh, I take I look at everybody as there's always good in them. And if you use this, this formula I use personally, it helps, you know, live a life that is better. Again, that's just for me. So, so Ryan, <laughs> uh, let's talk about, you know, your transition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I try to address a few things that you actually covered up, you know, through your, I guess, your story. Um, first of all, any interjection to what I stated and that, then we can go to next.
1: Yeah. There, there's so many good points you made. Um, people will ask me, you know, was I, um, what if I had been driving, which I was driving about 10 minutes prior. And, you know, the only reason I'm alive is because I got that, that CPR and, and, um, but, um, it, it, you know, growing up as a people pleaser, you know, it's how I got my worth, you know, and, and suddenly now that I have boundaries, if I had to learn how to possibly disappoint people or say no, or, uh, turn things down and well, well, how do I get my worth in? And that's a whole that's a whole different different story there. But um, I, I think a lot of that is you know where does our value come from? And that's I had those conversations a lot with people.
0: Wow. Mm. Um, so 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 the you've gone through this and you resumed your work right now. You, you work with people's behavior specifically, and you said something you know very unique that you were a people pleaser. and and you know a lot of people sometimes they do that because you find that's the way to get in right to to become part of the clique or become uh, i guess sociable or acceptable or accepted rather right and it was that actually the reason just just you know as a question for you
1: i think so i I was so quiet so introverted i did have a hard time Mm. you know i wasn't the cool kid um and you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't belong to a particular group. Um, once I found that, okay, I can enjoy running and athletics and running is sol- solitary anyway. So I enjoyed that part. And I said, well, there's something that I found one thing I'm good at. Maybe that's who I am because I don't know who I am. So maybe that's who I am. Maybe I'm this fitness guy. Cause that's, I can control that it's solitary. So it checks those boxes. But then, you know, the, the thing is, is, is you take that to extreme when you're looking for happiness externally and not internally it, it, um, you know, I, I developed an addiction in the eating thing and, and all that. But, um, you know, going through what I went through, it had, it, it changed that identity. I, I had to look at, um, you know, how I thought of myself, how I thought of my time, how was I using my time uh, I had to be comfortable turning people down. I had to be very picky about what I worried about, which is managing my own energy. And I work with people who are chronic worriers, um, people who are struggling with uh, um, uh, public speaking, because I can relate to all that stuff. But, you know, every single day, and, you know, a lot of people, when I when I work with them, they don't realize I heard, you know, with the previous 50 people, you know, people, you generally say stuff, Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so stressed. I got, I get up, I got the, you know, and, and and I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm super busy, you know, and, and, but if you look at your current situation, you got here most often because of a series of choices, like choices and, uh, you know, so, and a lot of times it's going to take those a series of choices to provide a different reality for you. And a lot of those are out of your comfort zone and a lot of them you can't see. So again, that comes back to, you know, we can't see ourselves. So, you know, a lot of people just respond, Oh, I'm so busy. I'm stressed. I, yeah, but I, I, I can't, I can't do, I can't, um, reduce, you know, say no or turn things down because of this, 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 but, um, we have to really step back and really look to make make progress there.
0: Well, thank you for that. I, as a matter of fact, I do an exercise personally, is it, and sometimes I guys up. I, every now and then, I'll sit back and start asking questions myself. <laughs> I literally have a talk with myself, and 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 it's weird. It sounds probably funny as you got like the, the people are gonna be like, well, this guy is weird." Uh, maybe I am, <laughs> but 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 it's it's really a self discussion if you want to call it, and it's really yeah. like, "What did I do? How is it going? Am I doing this? I can do this." So I kind of get pepped up to myself and kind of like you know tweak things, and you know maybe I should have done this way. Like having almost like somebody to talk to, but it's just like in in your head. I do that exercise loud, literally, like, so sometimes I'm in the car and just having a discussion, (laughs) you know, but, but it it helps me kind of like identify, you know, where I'm going. And and then I'll start asking the questions literally like, well, if I did this, what happens? You know, I could do it mentally, but it's sometimes when you speak about it and loud, you know, you kind of get that echo and you see it. Again, it's just a technique I use personally. It works for me. But the fact is, you're right. It's we go, we go, we go, we go. And we find every reason why shit is not happening. Or it's happening towards the wrong way, and all we need to do is kind of stop and just say, "Is this is what what's in it for me?" I mean, that's the other part. I you know, I'm in sales, and 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 that's a big one. What's in it for me? Well, you're number one. Everyone is number one to themselves, even if you're a family member, you know, a family person. Guess what? You're not good to your family if you're not number one in you, within you. Now, this is not about selfishness or being you know self centered. This is about if you take care of you, you can take care of everybody else. I mean, in 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 panic mode, and in, in, if you fly in, and they tell you like you know, put the mask on the kids, the others, well, put the mask on you <laughs> and then you are first. And the, you know, so so it, it it varies. You know, in some places, you want to make sure that everybody is taken care of. But if you don't, if you're not uh, available, you're not going to help anyone, right? So you got to take care of you first and make sure that you're always. At optimum state and and that is the most important that doesn't mean that you care less about your your family your friends and stuff but no matter where you are you know sometimes we we are very good and super good and we would pref- you know sometimes go beyond the call of duty with our friends and family members and there's nothing with that's actually that's a good behavior but uh, to what extent you know sometimes people put you to a point where like why am i doing this you know if they really care about you they will not put you through that extreme you know whatever situation Sometimes people will get you in a situation just because they ask and if you're and because you're worried, they're not going to accept you. They're going to be not your friends. If they truly care about you, they're not going to put you in that position. Right. And they'll help you actually be better. And sometimes you have to say, no, that's, that's another, you said it clear, you know, you evaluate yourself. Now you can say, no, I, I don't have to. You know, I'm not doing this. Whatever it is, the circumstances are different. You know, uh, I just can't. I need to be in peace with myself. I have to do things with my own. I want to just take a chill pill. Whatever the case may be, you know, you don't have to go uh, with everybody else's flow. Uh, you have to have your own unique personality and your work, your, your, your angle. And that doesn't take away from your being friend, a good friend, a good family member, and doing all of the above. But again, that, that you is important in, in, in when we die, God forbid, you know, and, and it's not even God forbid we're all going to die one day, you know, we will go alone <laughs> and you know, that's, that's just a sad part of it. And so at the end of the day, it is still about you. You come alone, you go alone. And during the life we socialize, we have a good time with everybody around us and we have to have a healthy balance. But again, if you don't take care of number one, that's you. Um, you might have a problem, right? And sometimes that could be detrimental to your health. It could be to your psyche. It could be to too many things. And sometimes it's just people taking advantage. That's the other part. Knowing who you are, who your circle is, is important. Not everybody is always good for you. It's like you. there's plenty of food out there. Does that mean it's all good? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of things that we can do, but that means it's not always good for you. So you have to know what works and what doesn't. And again, that's just, I look at it that way. I apply those rules. And, and again, your work does touch on these things. You're helping people to, to discover those, those elements. And, you know, so, so are there any specific techniques you apply to, to, to guide these folks? You know, because it is difficult. If I am used to a certain way, it is almost an addiction. When you're like, let's say you always are with friends, right? And you just cannot be alone. And so, but, but it's affecting you, but you can't get out of it that's a tough one. (laughs) So, so, you know, people are almost addicted to certain behaviors and they can't move away from the behavior unless they're coached to do so. And they have to find ways to get out of it. So how do you, do you actually have people that actually have that problem and and how do you deal with it?
1: Yeah. You made a lot of great points. And first of all, I'm, I'm transitioning to become a cyborg. So I'm already part of the way there. So I don't know how long that will (laughs) last. I always tell people, I feel like I'm part, partly a cyborg now, so who knows, but, um, I love your example of the, um, the air, The plane. I always say, you know, like it's like you take the oxygen first, or else you're part of the panic. And and so I, I love that example. I I, I use it a lot. But um, you know what what you'll find when you have boundaries is you're absolutely right. Is um some friends will fall away. And, and you also mentioned earlier, like um you're going to have to remove toxicity from your life. Uh, if, if something doesn't add to your life, it takes away. And so you're going to have to, and most of us, again, not realizing how we spend our time. uh, A lot of, a lot of the time, you know, we're going to have to, a um, we're going to learn real quick who our real friends are. And, and um, a lot of our habits that are time drainers that we don't realize. Uh, And again, it's, it's all that stuff that, that we can't realize. So for, in terms of coaching and helping people, there are a lot of techniques they can do, but the first thing they need to, to have is, is just to be aware aware of it. You know, they've developed bad habits for sometimes their whole life and they never knew another way. So um, now, now what doesn't help is sitting down and giving people 20 suggestions about what will work. Cause what they're going to do is they're going to give you 20 reasons why each of those suggestions won't, is that going to work? So it's about exploring and asking the right questions, kind of uncovering and looking for those aha moments. Um, maybe something they didn't realize about their own behaviors, but ultimately it's going to have to be choices that they make, often courageous choices that are out of their comfort zone. I mean, I've had clients, I'm not suggesting someone just quit their job and move away tomorrow, but sometimes it's going to pay, take take. A bigger choice about what is and is not worth your your energy, because that's really all time management is. It is a management of your energy. Um, I I treat everything I do kind of like, this is a a really weird analogy, but kind of like poker. With everything I do, I am basically saying, because I'm doing it, I am basically saying, yes, it's worth this many chips of time or whatever. So everything I do, I am saying to the universe, yes, I think it's worth it. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. So I apply that to not just things I do in my life um, or don't do, but things I worry about too. my mental real estate. And, And I find that that is the place to start because most people, their busyness is just a reflection of their internal chatter their self dialogue and their, their, their nonstop mind. Cause most people live like this. It's like, um, you know, Oh yeah, I got to pick the kids up at 11. Oh God. That person said that at work. I had the report due. They live in this crazy internal environment. I can't do that. If I do that, I get dizzier. I get lightheaded clammy and I go downhill from there. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I look at it like with an example, Someone cuts you off in traffic this morning. Um, and I love this example. Someone cuts you off in traffic. And a lot of people get angry. They'll lay on the horn, they'll honk the horn, and, and they'll worry, oh, God, this uh, idiot, that person, he totally expletives fly. And then, oh, God, can you believe what he did? And they're talking about it for the next 15, 20, you know. Now, you mentioned, you know, you ask yourself the questions. And I thought of this and I was like, so, what do you actually know about the situation? That's oftentimes the only question you'll need because uh, really you need two questions to ask yourself. Number one is, what do you actually know about the situation? Well, nothing. So this guy cut you off in traffic. How do you know he wasn't rushing to the hospital, with his pregnant wife, who's giving birth in the car? Would that change your perception of this guy who you're angry at um maybe he just made a mistake maybe he feels terrible mm-hmm. have you ever made a mistake sure. probably okay now maybe he knows he made a mistake and doesn't care okay so what is your negativity and yelling at him what, what are you going to do with that remember if it doesn't help it hurts mm-hmm. um, you're going to teach him a lesson what lesson do you think you're teaching him? He, he's not going to go and, and, oh man, he, he forgot about it a second later. You're the one who's carrying it around. And and we do that same example when we, you know, dramas at work or exes we talk to, or we, we carry around this stuff that takes up into real estate. And it, it just ends up in this endless chatter. And so- you have to ask yourself what do you know about the situation okay in the case of the guy cutting you off you know nothing okay and is that worth your energy no okay there you go so i dropped it and i start a lot of people with these just very basic exercises to sort of understand where their energy is going because it's all energy it's all energy and what people do when they run out of it, or or they, um, they're they uncomfortable just being with themselves is they dive in social media, reality TV, and all those kinds of things. And, and they wonder where their time went because they're tired all the time. Um, but I, I think it starts with basic exercises to really get someone to to just be aware of it first, and then we get... Later on, phase two is more of the strategy of it.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, I, it's funny because you're saying that, and I'm visualizing this whole scenario that you talked about—the car. We, I think, everybody's been through that case, and uh, and and very other cases that are similar in terms of concept. Where what can you do about it? it doesn't matter. I mean, to your point, the guy left. You know, you, unless you're going to track him and, and go race him, <laughs> you know, and which will probably cause you more problems because now you have a speeding ticket. Maybe you get arrested. Maybe you get into an accident. God forbid. There's so many things that can, exactly. road rage can be like bad, but, but were you going to do anything about it? Maybe if you were dude, you know, sorry, you, you, I'm sorry. To your point, we don't know what's going on. There's a good chance. I'm going to give you something real. This is real about me. I, um, I'm anti eight o'clock, nine o'clock meetings. Okay. And the reason I'm anti that is because I've had enough share of, of seeing rage or getting in traffic for hours, you know, in the New York traffic, that all I know that when you try to get into those meetings at nine o'clock, you're actually in that traffic for a couple hours. And you're, by the time you get to that meeting, you're so stressed and you're upset because, and then what's the point? There's nothing you could do at nine o'clock, and you can do at ten o'clock. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, most people, maybe some people can disagree with me, but I can I can challenge that disagreement because we don't work the eight hours every minute of it, and doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Sorry to say, it, but that's a fact. You know, uh, people chill a lot of times. You know, in the office and all the stuff, and so you go to the meeting, and you know, we don't need it. Two hour PowerPoint, we can go bullet, boom, boom, boom. This is it. It's gonna get, or not get. That's how it is. So people get stressed. So I made a rule a long time ago. My first meeting will be after 10. My last meeting will not be later than four. <laughs> you know, and that's that's if I schedule anything, that will be it. And then the frequency. So some of the things that I've applied, it's because of these things to your point. You're stressing yourself, you're stressing people, you're putting people in danger because someone is trying to make that appointment. They're probably gonna cut corners, they're gonna get a ticket. How many times I've heard with people, oh, I got a ticket, I was trying to get here fast and I got a ticket. You know, and but I caused that problem because I made that I dictated a certain behavior and then that trickled, you know, the effect. Now ultimately someone can say, Well, they should have left at five o'clock in the morning. I would agree to that. But then again, they're they're from five gonna extend to eight o'clock at night. They're going to be drained. The next day, they're not going to be able to maintain. They can do it for a few days, but then after that, they're not. So how good is that going to be to you? So again, you have to always have, you know, try to find a reason behind things before, or at least try to find, oh, it looks like chess. It's it's the best example you can do. Like you have to almost anticipate the different moves before they happen, right? And so if you put it, you have a decision, what's that going to happen? How is that going to affect everybody else that, that actually it's going to affect? And if you can manipulate that correctly and and understand what's going to happen, you can probably remove some of the bad, you know, action that can happen or reaction or even behavior or even outcomes that can be bad and detrimental. So, again, that's just a professional example I use, you know, because I've over the years, I've always questioned like eight o'clock meeting. okay. So what happens? We're going to meet again at nine and ten. And most of the meetings, again, in the world, the, the workplace our meetings to just talk about meetings, then nothing gets achieved in those meetings. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no. it is a fact. I mean, I, I you know, this is a debate that's been ongoing for decades and we can cut to the chase. It's really, there are certain things we need to get it done, let's get it done. That's it, you know. I, but again, there's different schools of thought in business, right? And, I, you know, I'm not going to challenge all of them today, but the fact is, it's all about how do you, and that's the other thing, like you said you had the, the incident you near know, we're 30, right? Um, you're in the 40s. I hit the fifties and you reflect back. Like it's like yesterday when I was just starting my career, you know, 30 years later, like you, you've gotten some stuff out of it, but then for the most part, you know, did that, if you're stressed out, if you did everything, nothing matters. You know, you go to these jobs and then you kind of eventually wind up in a different job. anyway. It's like something. well, did you like, even people, when you work with them, like how many companies did you work for before? Oh, a few. Oh, so that means you didn't stay in all of those. There's a reason you left. Somehow you left. So whether you did good or bad, you left. <laughs> right. So so if you start, you know, analyzing these things and, and really using your mind about like reflecting again, talking about the reflecting, you know, concept, reflection of of behavior, you will be a different person. You will behave differently because you start anticipating these things and kind of like you know, question like why? When you start asking the whys and, and the right questions, you're probably gonna get the right answers. And and therefore you're not gonna like if I did this, if I would have like again, driving. It's a great example. If you, I've seen people, they rush rushed to get into that light only to get a hit, you know, in the front, you know. So what's the point? You're rushed for about literally 10 seconds or less, and now you're stuck for two hours. That's if you're not getting hurt, right? Plus, your insurance has just gone up and everything. was that 10 seconds? Anyone that is waiting for you out there? it's probably not going to make a difference in 10 seconds and whatever is going to happen at that point is going to happen to that person you show up late okay no big deal you know you can make it up if it's about performance you're just going to do your performance you know it's like you said we're all human there's no one out here that can listen or 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 watch this that can possibly say i am innocent of any of the above i've never (laughs) was late or i've never showed up I don't care who you are. Even if you work, you know there will be times where you, it was out of your way, and something happens, and you can't do it. You're driving on the highway. There's a major accident. The highway shuts down. Three hours later, you can't even get out of the highway. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> it, these are things that happen to all of us, right? Uh, travel. You know, you go to a place. You can't get a, a plane. You're stuck in the airport. What are you gonna do? We can go crazy and stress out and and you know uh, blow up a fuse. <laughs> Or we can just take, you know, uh, this happened to me. I was actually transiting through, a, a, you know, a trip overseas, and uh, the the we were so delayed, and so the the airline says, "Would you mind staying behind?" What's in it for me? Oh, we'll give you three three days at a five star hotel, food included, a tour, and a first class ticket to to your destination. She's like, shit, yeah, man, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, baby. No, yeah. you know? So so I mean, people didn't take it, you know listen, I called my, my work. I said, I'm stuck and I'm not going to do anything about it. You know, this is a good opportunity. I'm not going crazy because they needed me to go jump in from one plane. It's going to be 48 hours before I actually go to sleep, you know, somewhere in, in my bed. That's not cool. So I took advantage of that opportunity. So again, things happen, look at them, evaluate them, take the best of, of the situation and don't, don't rush into things. Don't make that, those bad, hasty decisions, uh, to your point, rage, you know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, someone goes in, okay, have a good day. <laughs> you know, and, and chances yeah. are they, they'll, they'll be in trouble. I love when that happens. Someone goes in and then there's a cop down the block. I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know, you just got yeah. yourself in trouble, right? I mean, again, I don't wish anything you know, bad things on people, but sometimes people do that to themselves. But, but you're right. Like, you don't know what's going on in that, that mind, that person. That, that person is probably running because they're afraid to lose their job because a, their boss, you know, that has no mercy. He doesn't care. And, you know, I want you at nine o'clock just because I got the authority to tell you to come here at nine o'clock or else. And so because of that, now you're going crazy. And so that attitude can drive, you know, people to do, you know, very nasty stuff. You know, you go in, you get excited for little things. Why? You put yourself in position. Sometimes that's the other thing. Like, for example, you go out, right? And um, you go to these places and, you know, these places potentially can be a, a source of, you know, nonsense. Why do you go there? <laughs> You know you go to a bar and you you know there could be a bar roll anyway right so you depends where you go that's a big that is a good chance so you take a chance you're putting yourself in that position you could avoid going there now again you can be anywhere and something can trouble can can find you but if you minimize those conditions or those elements of of surprise or where your energy is going to be wasted that's just going to help you better again that's just my version of things and how i operate but but again it took years for me i mean i I was a younger age at the time, and I was a little bit more of a a, a crazy dude. And you know, when I say crazy, not that crazy, but you know, hot headed. And you know, I had the, you know, the tough, you know, look what the hell's going on. And but it didn't serve well. It doesn't serve well. I learned a long time ago that it didn't help. You know, one of the things that helped me. I mean, I'm, I've been in martial arts, and you always kind of cool down. You know, at every situation, you cannot panic, you cannot get crazy, you cannot get enraged, because it doesn't help you. You lose all your thinking process and all your true stuff. And that's when you make mistakes. You don't want to make mistakes because if you're making a, you know, a decision where you're angry, your outcomes are probably going to be bad. You know, take a deep breath, relax, evaluate the situation. Sometimes the best fight is the one that never happened. You move away. You know, it's okay. You can take that ego with you home and just take a cold shower. It's all right. <laughs> you know, there's no win in a fight somebody was like, oh, you're a wuss. You know, I, 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 you know I, I'm not going to back down. Well, you don't have to back down, but you don't know who that person can be too, right? And so now somebody's going to get hurt. And worst case, if you win, you might have hurt them the wrong way and they press charges near you jail. So is yeah. that something? You lost your job, your career, your family, whatever. Evaluate things. See, like, you know, it's like uh, in some of the movies they show you where you, like, see the the, the, the vision of the action of things happening, like, in advance. Um, they they almost like, you know, have a premonition of things <laughs> before they happen like in, in um, the last samurai with Tom Cruise I think yeah there was a scene where he saw the whole fight before the fight happened right uh, that actually happens in real life believe it or not and at least in the martial arts you're in a situation you kind of visualize the whole thing the angles who's what how it happens with practice it actually becomes reality And in every single situation, if I did this, I could have done this. If you can visualize what could possibly all the different outcomes, you know, it it can happen in very split few seconds. And you can see all the different. If I did this, I could have done this. I tell that to my kids. They look at me like I have three heads now. (laughs) Seriously. Like I was like, well, see that guy? If we did this, we could have, you know, at the next level, we could have a a, a situation happening. People look at you like, you know, wow, you know. But just try it. Believe me, if you try these things, you will see what I'm talking about. It's not even like something that's far-fetched. You just have to think about it. And now they start, you know, coming, you know, and making sense. So, anyways, I, I rumbled a lot. So <laughs> um, um, one thing now with the book. Well, first of all, any any interjections based on, on my little <laughs> brief there.
1: <laughs> yeah, just you know, again, yeah, in a lot of those situations, yeah, you know, if it doesn't help, it hurts. And like I think the airport example and and uh <laughs> I, I had to, to chuckle because you know, yeah, when things happen like that, it's like, um what, what does it serve the situation to get upset about it or um I'm not suggesting that you, you just accept everything and you do sure. nothing ever, but but you can be fully present in the situation and not allow your mind to run on this long tangent. Um, you're, you're deciding with what you do and how you handle it, what's worth it, you know, um, and in most cases it's just not, and you don't need a trauma to change or undo the habits, but you do need a catalyst. Most people need some sort of a catalyst, you know, it could be, um, you know, maybe this podcast is a catalyst, maybe, um, you know, just you come into that realization, Hey, I have some habits here and, and, um, I need to reevaluate, uh, you know, how, how I'm living. So.
0: Thank you for that. So, so let's talk about the book. You you said you released it in April?
1: Yep. It's called The Half-Known Life. Uh what matters most when we're running out of time. Um now it's not a classic self-help. Um, you know, some people um think, oh, it's the half-known life. So, you know, it's the cardiac arrest and life is short and you only live once and all that. Um or they think it's a productivity book, and it's it's neither it's more of we can't see ourselves the the fr- the phrase' half no life actually comes from a quote from the from moby dick um and it's um, the inability for us to see ourselves and it's an exploration of um you know, going through how you're spending time and, and what is actually worth it. Now, if you ask someone what's worth it, what's a priority that th- everyone has an answer. Oh, my family, my family, you know, I love them. But no one's reflecting it. Few are reflecting it in their daily daily life. So, um, you know, the book is not, um, it, it's an honest look at it. It's not a, a sunshine and rainbows self-help where it's like how to be more productive and get more done in two hours. It's uh, it's almost... Uh, <laughs> It's almost um, an inner exploration of, you know, uh, of your blind spots. That, that's really uh, the, the crux of it there. Um, it's on Amazon. Um, I mean, you can contact me or, or, or get through it on my website, rslindner.com, R-S-L-I-N-D-N-E-R.com. Or you can just search for, uh, for it on, um, on Amazon, too.
0: All right. Well, thank you. I, I'll have actually the uh, description uh, in the description to show the link to your site and the book. So hopefully people can, can reach out and, and, and get a copy and, and potentially learn from it because it sounds like it's a powerful book. And it's really to to get inside and, and show us a different way of dealing with things. Uh, and it's important. Uh, the other thing is how can people reach out to you? I mean, same thing, I guess, to the site and people can uh, book a session with you for, you know, for uh, personal development.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to help. I don't take many uh, one-on-ones. I, I work most with organizations now, um, but you know, I'm happy to help where I can. Uh, they can contact me through the website, um, through LinkedIn. Um, uh, the book site is halfknownlifebook.com. Um, so re- really any of those ways, and they all link up to my social media as well. So happy to help help where I can. And uh, you know, hopefully the book will be helpful as well.
0: Excellent. And so, when you mentioned something about the the working organizations, so basically, like you know, for staff members and teams, is that, is that what it is, or, or for like corporations, or
1: exactly? I was working with individuals for a while, and then it kind of got into well, it, if you help um, employees be at their best, it helps companies, and from there, it stemmed into helping retraining organizations, developing materials for that, and also organizations they focus a lot on hiring roles, not people. And you mentioned something earlier, which made me think of it, which was you know all the jobs people have had and you know but and um, that's where i I kind of help um, I track things like turnover and 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 help people um, be people there and not just the next role to be filled. Mm. and there's absolutely nothing wrong with firing your job if it the minute it doesn't um, allow you to be your fully expressed self. so. I help people with that transition as well.
0: I love it. And actually, to your point, I mean, people, companies hire you, you hire them. I mean, uh, yeah. it's always been, th- th- I think the traditional way to think about it is like you're an employee and you're in being interviewed and you're being recruited. Uh, I think the new way is that you recruit your company and your boss and whoever you're going to want. I don't believe in the word boss, but whoever you actually, you know, will report to needs to make sense and somebody that you can actually relate to and work with, you know, in a good way. doesn't matter the hierarchy. And, and again, so that again, it's just a different, way of looking at things and and again uh, it takes time sometimes to see these things uh because we've been conditioned to a certain way this is the only way and the old way and and it w- it works for a minute but bef- once you start getting a little bit of wisdom you realize there is a system and you can actually have a different way about it and again it all leads to one thing which is live is about you you need to live the life you want because at the end of the day you want to get a fulfilling life and enjoy the most of it and make the best of it. And if you're constantly in a struggle, you're not living the right life. And and certainly it can affect your health and, and your psyche, your family, and everything else. So the price will be very, very hefty if you don't do the right thing. So um Absolutely. any any last words of reason from you for
1: our audiences today? I would say uh You take the oxygen first, otherwise you're just part of the (laughs) the chaos there. And, you know, your health has got to come first. You know, no one comes to the end of life and says, whoa, that was slow. No no one says that. It always seems slower in the moment um, until something awakens you. And hopefully it's just a catalyst and you just said, you know, hey, I got to live differently.
0: Well, again, thank you so much. I mean, obviously, certain, certain. Everybody goes through some sort of, a, you know, uh, an event in their life. Uh, some are worse than others, but at the end of the day, we all go through something, a change. That that potentially, sometimes, when you look at it deeply, it was the right thing that happened to you to make the move, and to exactly. become a new person. And and unless you realize that, sometimes you know you blame the world why it happened. Only later on, you realize, oh, damn, that's what it happened. <laughs> you know, and, and again, it, and as, as bad as some of the examples can be, you know, many people would relate to that only when that stuff happened where they, they became, you know, independent or they became successful because they took the time now to develop their own company, whatever. Uh, personal life, business, you know, uh, people have made a lot of changes and successes from a, a traumatic, a traumatic you know, uh, concept or situation that they they came across. And it, it, you never know what that is. And again, we don't wish bad on anyone and hopefully that nothing's going to happen, but life is full of surprises and, 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 and challenges and hurdles and, and things do happen. And sometimes for the better reason, you just have to figure out what that is and, and what your calling is. That's all. Well, listen, time, time flew here. <laughs> we've, uh, we've gone through the hour quickly and I, I'm truly, uh, thank you for being with us and share with the, you know, all, all the, the, the insights, your story, And, uh, you know, I think we've had a great uh, time. Uh, I think folks hopefully will benefit from this discussion. Um, Thank you so much.
1: It was amazing. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, My pleasure. And folks, thank you for being with us, for watching and listening in. And uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new guest. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao.